Welcome to the Sacred Feminine Power Podcast, where we explore the many facets of feminine power and why it is so important for women and for men to step into this power in our world at this time. This is Emmy from Feminine Revered, and my beautiful guest for today is Estelle Gillingham. As a former PhD qualified research chemist, Estelle's journey to becoming a karma-busting medicine woman and highly intuitive psychic channel has been an unusual one. And it's one in which she has learned how to balance her masculine rational side with her love of nature magic and the natural, feminine and intuitive abilities that flow from her deep connection with Mother Earth. Estelle's unique blend of gentle, insightful wisdom and powerfully compassionate awakening transmissions have made her a highly sought-after ascension guide. Her coaching programs have enabled hundreds of sensitive souls to reconnect with their natural and multidimensional intuitive abilities and their past life gifts and power. When she isn't teaching, writing, or painting, Estelle can usually be found exploring stone circles or nature portals near her home in Southern Ireland. Welcome, Estelle. Oh, beautiful. Thank you, Emmy. It's a huge, huge pleasure to be here. Oh, it's an absolute blessing to have you with us. And I am so excited to be diving into your wisdom and all that you're going to be sharing with us today. Cool. <laughs> now, since my podcast is called Sacred Feminine Power, I love to start by asking my guests, what does sacred feminine power mean to you personally? Well, I have thought about this and there's three aspects that I, I want to touch on. Firstly, the overarching concept really is that the that of it being an ultimate and infinite, multidimensional and interdimensional medicine wheel. And what I mean by that is firstly that it's that sacred feminine power is a it's a sacred energetic vessel or container that is the template for all of life. But secondly, it's also the intelligent force and the healing, living intelligence in the light that travels through that space, throughout all dimensions, throughout all lifetimes, throughout all time. And third, it's also the portal right at the center of that medicine wheel. When we come into our own center, it's the portal that enables us to connect out through multidimensional space and to the circumference, the rim of the wheel where we can touch back into infinite resources of the quantum realm. So it, it's a sacred uh, womb space that gives us connection to infinite compassionate presence, our true relationship with all other forms of living consciousness, infinite access to our own creativity and our imagination, our eye magic in action, infinite access to our own Leela wisdom, the divine feminine template that we're awakening at this time in the earth within the cells of our own body, our own ancient sacred feminine wisdom, and also through all of those things access to 
infinite abundance as well. But an abundance that isn't myopic, not short-sighted, but an abundance that takes into account the well-being of our communities, um, Mother Earth, and our own personal well-being as well. Mm. Wow, there's so much juicy yumminess in everything that you put there. <laughs> and I'd love to be diving into all of those little entryways and portals that you've just opened up for us there. But before we go there, Estelle, I would really love to hear a little bit more about your personal journey. And if you could share a challenge that you have faced on your path that's really helped you to understand sacred feminine power and embody it at a deeper level. Mm, lovely. Well, you know, um, there are multiple, and the one that I have chosen to um, share today is is one that really uh, demonstrates where we are in our awakening process in terms of rebalancing that overly um, active, rational, masculine consciousness with the divine feminine intuitive consciousness. And the way that played out for me when I'd had a, uh, a very dramatic awakening experience um, in which I was held by no one because I was a research chemist and nobody around me even knew what a chakra was. So I had a very, very powerful Kundalini experience and I worked my way back through that to the point where I went traveling and I, I, I visited a lot of sacred sites in Southeast Asia and in North America. I came back to the UK after about nine months of traveling. And fortunately for me, Spirit had um, arranged two what I would call destiny contracts and I met with two absolutely extraordinary teachers. One was a lady who uh, went on to uh, teach me how to become a yoga teacher and another was an astounding man who was a Qigong and Tai Chi teacher uh, who had a lineage stretching all the way back to the last incarnation of Avalokita Shavara who then became uh, better known from the Tibetan tradition, became better known around the globe as Kuan Yin, Bodhisattva, Buddha of Compassion. And he had um, a, an extraordinary range of gifts and abilities. Um, and he could literally transform his body um, into you know, being able to see energy, I could see the flames of light flickering over his body when he actually uh, engaged with the Qigong exercises that he was demonstrating to us. So he was astounding. And then there was that temptation, particularly as a very um, male matrixed person at that time, I, I um, had followed all the masculine rational paths. I'd gone against my own body's wisdom. I didn't even know at that stage that my body had wisdom. Uh, and I'd been a research chemist and, and I'd, I'd, you know, gone off and done things in uh, internet marketing when that was all taking off and really burnt myself out. Um, and I couldn't connect to the pleasure of any of these big achievements that I had in the external world. So there was that massive temptation, all the programming um you know, ancestral programming and with my family to follow this masculine uh, teacher 
And yet, something wasn't fitting well for me. And I had already spent 40 years going in the wrong direction. And so there came this challenge at one point uh, where I had so much respect for this teacher and his amazing, amazing gifts and all of the extraordinary healing that his uh, Buddhist and Taoist transmissions had activated in my body. Um, And yet... Uh, I didn't feel I personally was being met or held somehow. There was this energy of a dominating masculine, um, very patriarchal lineage. And I I felt like I was um, in a cookie cutter system. And, and where I had to always be constantly touching my cap and uh, in this very strong field of uh, guru and disciple. And um, it came to a peak because, I, I mean, I have to be honest, I was so uh, appreciative of this man's help because I, I came back from all of those sacred sites, a, a shaking, dribbling wreck. <laughs> I, got, I had so many blocks in my energy body uh, that I, I couldn't... Uh, actually allow all of these earth energies to flow through me and and together with the yoga teacher these two amazing human beings um, really brought me into contact with mother earth uh, through my physical body again and yet and yet emmy there were, there came this sort of peak moment um where I was trying to explain to this teacher my qigong master that um, sometimes I couldn't see him. And if I was squinting, it was because there was so much light being generated behind my eyes. And I said, it's almost as if um, I need to wear sunglasses at the back of my eyes. And I, I, I was joking, but I was really genuinely trying to explain what was happening in my body. And I had no clue um, that this was part of an awakening process. I wasn't trying to be clever. And yet he felt threatened somehow. And he replied to me, oh, is this one of your homespun stories, Estelle? Mm. Whoa. And and it rippled through my body. Ah. And... I I knew at that point, as soon as I had really stabilized my energy body, I would be leaving his classes as soon as possible. And and of course, yeah, I I was so sorry because he had extraordinary gifts, Emmy. I mean, the man could use his mind to actually, if he wanted to lift up a student's arm or spin them across the floor with the power of his mind and all of the earth forces that he had learned to, um, you know, um, to use and direct in the physical realm. He could do that and he could do a, a great deal else. And he had this impeccable connection to an extraordinary lineage. And so I had to make my decision. And instead of doing what I had done in the last 40 years, which had only led to me becoming very, very tired and ill and and dissociated from who I really was, I, I had to back myself and say, I will find my own way. I will trust that everything that we've shared together so far and that I'd shared with my yoga teacher um, would have sufficiently awakened the 
the sacred wisdom that I held in my cells of my own body and I would find my own way. And and so I left. <laughs> mm. Wow, what a powerful initiation. And yeah. how intriguing that this had to come from a male teacher. Yes, indeed. And of course, you know, it was a complete uh, recapitulation of all of the programming and the emotional experience that I'd received from my father as well. Yeah. Wow. Well, thank you for, for sharing this um, so openly and so vulnerably. And, and you have really shed so much light into the programming that we indeed have all been born into and have been living in. Well, most of us anyway on this planet yeah. for, for decades and, and centuries and, and even millennia in, in many ways. How, how is this experience that you went through and, and this real kind of taking back, reclaiming your own power, how, how is it supporting you now? And what, what, what do you say is the, the hidden blessing in what you went through? Well, the hidden blessing really is that it, it taught me to have the confidence to let go of not just outdated uh, masculine or patriarchal um, spiritual lineages, but, but of any uh, protocol or healing process. Um, and it, it, I, I, I suppose, thinking about it now as I share it with you in the energy field that we hold together, it, it was an initiation, as you said, but, and, it, and it was the beginning of me stepping into sovereignty. And so that meant that when I uh, manifested a, an opportunity to live and work in a healing center in Glastonbury uh, that specialized in trauma, and the hilarious thing, Emmy, at that stage is I didn't even realize I was traumatized mm -hmm. <laughs> because I had been taught that trauma was something that people had after they had a car crash. <laughs> Mm -hmm. um, or things like that. Uh, so I, I learned a huge amount there, um, but but it it, it gave me um, that permission within myself to really really trust that when interesting things began happening in my healing sessions, I could go with it. Um, so for example, I'm a very acutely shy person still, even though I've taught, you know, many coaching programs, um, I'm still fundamentally a very, very shy and very, very, very sensitive person. So when my spirit guide starting, started to come through in my healing sessions, um, I, I, I had to speak in all of these uh, interesting voices and these languages uh, that I now know are about um, being a medium and 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 our oracular voices that connect me with the with the plant and the animal and all of the other uh, angelic realms etc you know I didn't know what was happening at the time but that experience I think with this with this Tai Chi teacher Qigong teacher meant that I was going to say yes to what came from within from inside my body and when the uh, kind of people that were attracted to come and work with me, when their deepest difficulties were very, very karmic in nature, lots of interconnected knots, blocks and lots, 
effects across all of their energy fields because of past life and even um, the collective level of trauma uh, that a lot of old souls carry. I, I found that um, there was nothing that any uh, protocol or healing process could um, offer them and I had to go off piece and 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 literally dig really really deep within go deep deep down into mother earth's core uh, heart womb and direct energies from there and and say I have the humility really to always show up um, as a space um, through which compassionate presence of the of the divine mother could come through rather than me having the answer or solution myself in anything that I had learnt. Um, and then the people who had very, very deep difficulties really responded to the energetic environment that um, in in letting go and going journeying deep into the unknown with them, that they responded to the to the light information and the light codes that came through in that environment and managed to unravel themselves you know free themselves from all of those knots and blocks and locks across all of their energy fields throughout all of those dimensions throughout the past lifetimes throughout time and that that was uh, really extraordinary and i found um that that being someone who was willing to step into the unknown in that way and take sovereignty, take sovereign power, reclaim sovereign power in that way, I, I accelerated. I, I went uh, very rapidly beyond um, many, many people. It's not a competition. That's that's not why I say it. But the good thing about that was I was able to help a lot of people. Um, who had kind of despaired of themselves or were super, super talented and gifted and could create magic in their own lives and yet couldn't connect to their purpose and what that would mean um, in a helpful way to the rest of the Earth community. And and that, that kind of became the small patch of turf that I claimed as my own and, and still do, I guess. Mm. Well, that is so beautiful and, and so, so very powerful. And, and I love how you really shared in such a graceful and elegant way about the importance of tapping into our true essence, who we truly yes. are, which is always, always connected to the divine, to the great mother, to the great womb that you have also talked about already. And how when you have the courage as you say, when you have the courage, because it can be quite scary to, to truly tap into that and get out of your own way. Yeah, that's yeah. when the magic and the miracles really start to happen. Mm. Mm. That's beautiful. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Now, Estelle, you have talked about quite a number of times already about the womb and you've talked about Mother Earth and you've also talked about the quantum field, the quantum realms. How do these two come together in your work? And, and how can we blend these two seemingly separate realms together? Mm, wow, what a gorgeous question. 
So it's interesting. I will take you back to some of the magic that happened in my Qigong classes to answer that. Um, and, and, and a principle that I was very lucky to see actually working uh, in action in front of my eyes. And I am blessed, you know, when I'm connected, that I can see energy. And this is how I experienced um, this understanding of beyond uh, just a rational understanding. So when we, here's my understanding of it. So when we drop into um, a state of calm and presence and we go into the center of our own medicine wheel and then form a, a, a vertical pillar of light between Mother Earth womb and the sun and the higher realms, when we place ourselves on that axis mundi, that central place, uh, we drop down into Mother Earth's heart womb and then bring those energies up into our own womb, we become saturated in all of that uh, electromagnetic earth magic and all of the different energy fields created by all of the different forms of living consciousness that make up the whole earth community. So our bodies, we can literally breathe in and become deeply uh, infused and saturated, filled up as vessels with the intelligence of the crystal realms and all of the animal community and the minerals and the, the dragon mother uh, presences, all of the goddesses. Um, so all of these layers, multidimensional and interdimensional layers of living and healing intelligent forces held in that light that's stored at the core of the earth. When we bring that into our physical bodies through our womb and into our heart, we become absolutely irresistible to Father Sky. And the two energy fields as the quantum realms, uh, the celestial realms, the angelic realms uh, come, uh, come to meet that field of earth energy that we've embodied. It creates the tenderest kiss in our heart field that you can ever imagine because the universe is always conspiring. Every time the universe conceives a life, a human being in the physical realm, the universe is always conspiring. How can we get them to experience the bliss of this tender, tender kiss when Mother Earth and Father Sky meet again in their heart? in their physical human heart. And so when I was watching uh, my 
teacher work with somebody one day and I saw this amazing um, sphere that went beyond um, their physical body and extended out into um, their emotional, their mental, their spiritual energy field. So they, they, this, this sphere, this green sphere came up from Mother Earth and encompassed their heart field. And when they were saturated in those energies, literally this gorgeous, gorgeous, deep blue sphere of energy came down from the heavenly realms and fused together and formed this ball of energy around this person's heart field. There's a beautiful kind of turquoise, cyan, blue that forever I associate now when I see that colour um, with Mother Earth and Father Sky meeting in that person's heart and having this beautiful tender kiss. Hmm. Oh, wow. Thank you, Estelle. I mean, I have goosebumps all over me just listening. <laughs> and, and just the concept of the tender kiss between Father Sky and Mother Earth is just so, so very beautiful and so sacred. So mm. thank you for sharing that. Mm. Mm. It almost feels like I want to sit in silence for a moment, just allowing oh. that to integrate. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm happy to, Emmy, if you'd like to do that and we can share that transmission with the people listening who would love to do that mm, why don't we do that Estelle why don't we flow oh, with that mm. yes 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 yeah beautiful is there anything you would like to say as we go into this space um I I, I could invite uh my guides to come and perhaps they'll speak in light language for a few moments to help that transmission Oh, absolutely, please. Tingling all over, so go ahead, please. Oh, oh beautiful. You're so gracious, Emmy. I'm very, very happy to be here and to, and to share this. Okay. So if each of us breathes very gently and focuses our energy, the consciousness in our heart and our womb and allows that to connect down to Mother Earth and then breathe a channel of infinite dancing, sparkling light and light intelligence back through our root chakra into our womb and into our heart field and invite the energies of the celestial realms and Father Sky to come and meet with us, to embrace us in this beautiful, tender kiss. And I invite my guides. Hey, hey, hey. 
mue nama suto koi kam 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 buddha kam buya tamo sunama karayara kai buddha kai shuwe my love my love And then when you're ready, bring your focus again back to your heart, back to your womb, and gently bring that column of light from Mother Earth's heart field, those core crystals at the core of Mother Earth's heart womb. Bring that energy back into your physical body and hold yourself place your left hand over your heart and then place your right palm over your left heart left hand in a beautiful diagonal cross in the bliss posture of Sekhmet from ancient Egypt Yadamai and may you all be held in this beautiful tender embrace between Mother Earth and Father Sky and may you hold the template and the imprint of this field of love and compassion and grace and connection to all possibility throughout your day and into your dream time and may it nurture you may it be a source and an anchor of solid love and support for you throughout the rest of your life Blessed be. Mm, I have tears in my eyes, Estelle. Oh, me too. (laughs) (laughs) That was so beautiful. And I I just kept on having all these incredible images as you the light language was coming through of I can't even describe them right now, but such earthy, beautiful, grounded, embodied visions and images. um, Just so, so very beautiful. Oh, I'm so happy to hear that, Emmy. That's that's made me very, 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 that's literally the phrase that Spirit is giving me is literally, that's filled my cup. (laughs) (laughs) Beautiful. Thank you so, so much. Yeah, you're welcome. It, it does indeed feel so, so very complete right now. The cup feels so full. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would just love to invite you, Estelle, to, to let our listeners know how they can find you, how they can work with you. Mm, and also to share something about the free gifts that you are offering our listeners. Oh, yeah, yeah, great. Well, um. So the the anchor point really at the moment for me is my website, uh, EstelleGillingham.com. And when you go onto my website, 
you'll find um, there's an opportunity to join a free email course that I do, which is um, about releasing yourself from the 3D mind set maze by uh, dissolving and freeing yourself up from the seven spiritual mega blocks. So, but if you also go into my free resources section on my website, uh, there's something that I want to share particularly uh, with your community, Emmy, and um, it's a it's a poem, but really more of an invocation. So uh, uh, it's an invocation of the ultra natural light and the angels of Lemuria, who um, since 2020 really have, uh, the angels of Atlantis and Lemuria have really been um, making their presence known in my energy field and among my spirit guides. And uh, it's, a, it's, it's a deeply nurturing uh, experience I'm so the, so the gift is uh, it's an audio file, it's an MP3 file where I uh, read out my poem, my invocation, and I invite the angels um, of Lemuria and their ultra-natural light intelligence um, to meet in this embrace that we shared. Um, so I hope that people will really, really uh, enjoy that. And then uh, if they if they sign up for either of those things, um, then they'll also be on my email list and they'll be the first to hear about a podcast that I'm hopefully creating soon where I'm going to be sharing um, a very, very special uh, series of poems and transmissions that I've, I've been uh curating ready to share since uh, since 2020 when this um, new uh, chapter in all of our lives and in our awakening journeys began and they're smart to share that so if people hop onto my email list they'll they'll hear about everything that I've been up to quietly weaving away in the background over the last uh, couple of years and I'm just I'm just uh, beginning to be ready to share that with everyone so thank you thank you so so much Emmy for uh, being such a delightful and gracious host and for all that you're sharing um, through your podcast with the world, I, I really, really, um, you know, feel the authenticity and the beautiful light uh, and the space that you're coming from and deeply, deeply appreciate um, you inviting me to, to be on the podcast with you. Mm. Thank you so much, Estelle. And I, I really hope that um, many, many of our listeners will access your free gift and uh, really engross themselves in, in your beautiful embodied wisdom and and the support that you offer in these times of transition. So thank you, Estelle, for the wisdom you've shared and this beautiful embodied experience that we've just had and for being who you are. Thank you. Oh, thank you, Emmy. Thank you. Mm. Now, just for a moment, let's everybody focus our intention once more on this incredibly powerful energy that's been activated today. And imagine sending this energy to everybody, everything on our planet, to remember that we are all truly one, 
and that the more of us had the courage to step into our sacred feminine power, the more quickly our planet will also ascend and heal. Thank you so much for listening.